0: And maybe if we still discuss a little bit, uh, the process of writing a book and, and you said that you, you created a, a business with Joanna uh, around this. Uh, so you are a researcher and, and you, you come from there, you are using your research to create this. And many of our listeners are researchers and they might think that their findings, their research could be applied in in a similar way maybe as a book or as a business what would you like to tell them as an as an advi- advice
1: yeah i i would start by saying keep a lot of notes um you keep keep notes of uh, you know in terms of interactions that you might have with individuals um you know it's, it's interesting because when you when you do a big research project um clearly you, you conduct your research and then your data is all anonymized or confidentialized and it's you know and you you conduct your, your stats and you write your paper. Um, so I would suggest where possible to, you know, if it's anecdotes with with people you've worked with, if it's anything that you've got, which you can then, um, you know, ensure that they're kept in the loop, of course, with what you're doing, um, keep notes. Um, and again, anonymize what you're doing and, you know, make sure that you've got everything in a confidential way, but um, definitely keep notes. Uh, writing a book. I was once told that writing a book is about 80 uh, anecdotes. So again, having you know uh, um, uh, um, stories is really quite key throughout. So yeah, make sure you you, you you clearly document you know anything that you find of interest, and and again you know keep, keep in contact with if it's if it's people who you've researched with. Um, again, the, a good bit of advice advice that I got was if someone's got a great story um, and it's really fascinating and you know you're you're connecting really well with that individual, they've probably got five other great stories. So again. Um, you know, find that person, find, work with those colleagues, and they'll really help you develop, um, yeah, a, a book, etc., or stories that you can then, you know, you can then create a book with. Um, I'd say it's not an easy process. I think um, we've been very, very lucky to have a lot of good, uh, a lot of good stories, but also very lucky um, to to have a publisher who who was attracted to our um, proposal very early. So when we wrote the book, we what usually happens is you write. Um, uh, a chapter or two and then you um, submit it to an agent and then it goes through publishing house and then uh, they they usually say no of course similar to research right when you submit it to a journal and they say "Uh, nearly Um, so again you you then you then go through that whole battery of um, figuring out what people want to read knowing what your audience is as well Um, and again looking at it from that kind of outside perspective is really key Uh, I'm a researcher So I write from a level of um, confidentiality. I write from a level of, um, you know, significance was found here and there. And, uh, you know, it's more about that process of um, being empirical, being rigorous. But quite often in a book, no one wants to read that. No one wants to read about how rigorous you are. No one wants to read about, um, you know, about your p-value and about your, you know, your Cohen's D factors or whatever. All they care about is how can you use it? So again, anecdotes are really key to understand how you can use a certain approach. Um, and I've been really lucky as well to meet with with, with Joanna uh, Grover, who's um, who kind of grounds what, what 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 researchers do, I suppose, in a way. Um, as a researcher, you know, in my head, I'm writing in a very uh, a formal way, um, and she really writes from the heart, and she really writes from a, a style of uh, yeah of connecting with individuals who um, read popular psychology books. So again, we've had a very good um, connection throughout. Um In terms of business as well, I would say that um, diversity is really key, so um, when you work with individuals, try not to find a replica of you, find someone who's very diverse who's going to challenge your thinking and find someone who um, will uh, argue the point and who will really you know will add value to what you're doing um, so that's that that for me as a researcher you know working with similar researchers. On projects that I know a lot about is um, is you know my my bread and butter. Writing a book for an audience who I don't really know too well and who's going to read the book. You know we have we have an audience in mind, but again it can be picked up by anyone and hopefully used off the shelf um, for people who have got a whole different variety of challenges uh, that they face as
0: well. And and maybe, maybe managing expectations, like when you submitted the first version of the first chapter to the publisher. How far, maybe as a person, did it was from the from the style, from from the final final version? How how far were you like?
1: Yeah, so 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 the funny story, though, really, is that um, when I, when we submitted, uh, when Jerry and I submitted our first draft, um, they said, "Oh, we, we love it. This is a fantastic, fantastic book." Except for chapters, there were ten chapters. Except for chapters two, four, five, six, and nine, we're like, "But I thought you loved it." And so we had to pretty much re-rewrite those chapters okay so so again it's it's in a way it's it's similar to you know what you would do as a as a as a researcher when you write a paper for a journal and they say we we think this is a great great paper however um so I think just get ready for the reality of um writing styles of of you know what what publishers want it's a very very different audience um a very different way to write based on um yeah based on who will read the book um and again yeah very different audience so again that mass market audience is uh is is yeah very different to our kind of academic based audience where you know where we have a structure so yeah very tricky
0: <laughs> yeah and and with joanna she's more like a practitioner and you you come from, more from the research side uh, how did you do the writing together what was the process who, who wrote the first draft did you brainstorm it together first could, could you tell a little bit about the process
1: yeah sure so so it was a very much of a brainstorm first um uh, big whiteboards got whiteboards behind me but um big whiteboards uh and she's in miami and this was all d- during kind of covid as well so we were on zoom a lot um lots of ideas i'd say probably around 40 percent of our ideas kind of made it to the into the book so 60% were, you know, shelved for the time being, um, didn't quite fit the, the, the first book. So, and, and I just wrote ultimately. Um, so for, from my point of view, once we, once we had ideas in, um, I'm pretty good at just writing. So, and again, um, I think having that formal routine of writing every day was what I was doing um, for about a year, writing every day. Some days it's awful. It's like how you write a thesis, some days it's awful. Some days you think well I don't know what I'm doing um some days you just you're in flow and you just write for you know some days it was an 18 hour worth of day, day worth of being in flow, being able to just to follow thoughts through and produce some great content. other days it was there was zero or you know minus 200 words whatever so again it's a tricky process um and then what Jo would do is she would come in in parts she'd be writing you know she might take a chapter on herself um, and write and usually she'd come in and say, this is too academic or let's put an anecdote in there and then we will then together develop an anecdote um, together. Yeah. So it was, it was, yeah. I mean, from my point of view, I'd say um, the framework we developed together, um, the, I, I padded it out with a lot of writing uh, of the content. And then, um, and then, yeah, with, with Jerry, she had a lot of anecdotes to apply with the imagery stuff that she's been working on um, with lots of different case studies, lots of different variety of individuals. And then we were able to, Produce the book together. So, yeah,
0: yeah, so, sounds good. And and this is this is important question. Did did you use imagery with the book book writing?
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely, hundred percent. I mean, it, it, I, so for me, I, I use imagery. Um, I, I generally don't see the end goal when I when I use imagery. Some athletes, some people I work with, will see an end, a very specific end goal. Um, for me, the goal was to you know um, was to write a chapter time so i broke all my goals down and i attended I, I you know my my, my long-term goal would, would be would be to write a book i'm not sure what it would look like i'm not thinking about being sat in a bookshop signing autographs and that's not what i'm thinking of i'm thinking of all right i've got to write a book what do i do first let's write a chapter okay so let's plan that out what does my desk look like where am i what's the temperature of the room what am i drinking you know so all the things i would lay out and then i would then go right let's go um, uh, and again, you know, as you as you're writing anything, I'm sure you you know you, you plan out lots of different scenarios, lots of different ideas. i just having a journal on me all the time, having something to write things down with. Um, kept me kind of aligned to writing, um, which which wasn't so nonsense based. It was more kind of directive. And having the good framework is is is, is key. But um, whereas Joe's the other way. Joe jo is sat there in a bookshop signing autographs. She's thinking about the long term goal. So yeah, absolutely, I'm using imagery. Everyone uses imagery in very diverse, different ways. But as long as it's multi-sensory, as long long as you're using imagery with uh, an understanding of emotion, kinesthetic imagery, movement, uh, and uh, and you're tying it into your why. Why do you want to do it? How's it going to add value? Who's it for? How will it it add purpose? That's the key points. So when you are struggling, you say, why? Who's it for? And again, if it's a book, if it's a thesis, if it's a research paper, you still hit your why. Why is so important and understanding your why and having it in your top pocket. To be able to retrieve and say, these are my values. This is my why. Um, is key. So sounds great. So where do people
0: find the book, and who would you recommend it to?
1: So I I, I, I recommend it to to anyone. Um, I'd, I'd say the the the, the key audience uh, is is healthcare. Um, a key audience uh, clearly are, are going to be researchers but also um, you know we've written it for those involved in business we've got anecdotes in there about Olympians um through to people who are sailing around the globe and you know so um, we've got a, a real variety of, of, um, of stories of people who we've worked with in the book um you can buy it from any good uh, retailer I always say go, go to an independent store if possible um Amazon are selling at waterstone's So again, uh, any, you know, although I, I, you know, we've said Waterstones uh, and Amazon, you know, if you can go to an independent bookshop, um, they'll sell it as well. Um, So it's it's by Hachette. Um, And yeah, it's the choice point. So it's out, not out yet. It's out on the uh, the 20th of June in the United States. uh, And then it's out uh, on the 22nd of June in the UK. Um, And if you're in China or Taiwan or, other places, again, it's going to be out slightly later because of the trans, uh, because of the um, yeah, the way it's going to be translated. So again, just bear with us. But uh, out globally, great.
0: This this was a pleasure. Very interesting and and good luck with for you and uh, you and Joanna. Yeah, thanks. Thank you very much. Ollie. Cheers. Thanks for joining us this week on Physical Activity Research Through Podcast. If you like the show. Make sure you never miss an episode by subscribing or following the show on Twitter. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. If you found value in the show, we would really appreciate a rating on Apple Podcast or whichever app you're using. Or if you would, in a real old school way, simply tell a friend about the show. It would be a great help